All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Real life podcast, no intro song. Scandalous. Jared, your computer blew its logic board, correct? It's gone. No logic. Is that because we spat too much logic on our podcast? Yeah, I can't take the hot fire, man. Holy oh. shit. So we're doing native ads, no theme song. No theme Just song. Just a cold open. It's old school. Maybe cold. Bag Milk will sing the theme song for us. Uh, yeah, go Oilers, go. Hey, it's long neck, yeah. <laughs> Daddy long neck, yeah. Well, even though we don't have a theme song, we have to talk because shit's happening or not happening, depending on your point of view. <laughs> yeah. Jay, you've already been on the media's once today with an interview with Global, correct? Yeah, I just did a you know a noontime hit on Global with my uh, apparently my cohorts Reed Wilkins and Quinn Phillips. Oh yeah, rocking no. the Keep Nooch Forever shirt as well. I respect oh, that. Of course, repping the brand always, Smart. always, always. Uh, do you mind repeating yourself? Uh, yeah, I can. Uh, I'll have to probably rewatch what I said because I blacked out. Perfect. Uh, you know, I'm not I'm not the seasoned vet that uh, my counterparts were or are. But uh, yeah, no. I we talked about. Granted, I was I was told like this is the demographic that watches uh, the, the just like real <laughs> the life noon lunch. So, sure, yeah, sure. So, like, yeah, they, Shut they, in. They have the whole. I was going to say shout have, out to the unemployable. Yeah, uh, yeah. So a lot of a lot of uh, <laughs> female v- viewership. But anyways, I was talking, spitting the truth in terms of you know what needs to happen. You know, with a new GM who has. A, a, actually has full autonomy not being told it has full autonomy uh you know the fact that we need that that nuge is on an island and he needs help and we need to go get him some help the fact that we i think the time is now uh and we should make some moves in terms of leveraging some of our future to address what we need to do today or clear cap space today so connor can start working the phones and start recruiting for us because he will be our de facto or our shadow GM in reality, which I hope. 
Uh, so that was kind of the, the 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 tone of the talk. Reed Wilkins, the more you know, guy who knows things and is a realist, perhaps, uh, was saying that we won't know the results of uh, our new GM until 2021. We won't we won't see or feel the results. 2021. I, I want wins yep. now. So I told him, yeah, we don't we got time. The time is now. Fuck. So the others had a presser today with old Uncle Bob Nicholson. And other uncle, Keith Gretzky, interim oh, GM. How weird was that? Yeah, like what <laughs> other organization brings out the assistant GM slash interim GM and sits him there with the CEO? It's like bringing out your current about girlfriend. about GM search. Yeah, it's like, it's like bringing out a girl you're dating and be like, well, we're out there really looking for commitment. It might be her. It might not be her. What do you think? Can you help me find the new girl? I don't know. Should I help you find the new girl? What in the actual fuck is going on? Yeah, it's super weird. Man. <laughs> that was weird. I felt bad for Keith. And I'm I'm watching it and I'm reading along and it is just like I got some quotes here. It is not good. No, no, I transcribed it. I live tweeted it. It was uh, more of the same. Well, the idea that they're like we're gonna do nothing until we have a GM to me is like lazy and gutless. Like clean up some of the mess that you can so the GM can come and do his thing and not make him fucking his first act be fire all the shit that we have. Like. Why do we have a pro scout right now? Yeah. On, yeah. on the on the roster. Like that should have been they should have opened it up saying, Kate, we have now released the following. This person, this person, this person, this person. New GM will come in and if they want to be reconsidered, fine. But new GM, new house, new people. I thought it was super clear, at least to me watching this, that there is not going to be any big changes. And having yeah. Keith Gretzky come face the hordes. I think it's just like super disrespectful to the guy. It's like, so hey, you. It's very disrespectful. hey, you, you're part of the problem. Am I, though? I don't know. Or are you the solution? I don't know. Am I the problem, the yeah. solution, or an altogether third column? Yeah. Like, why not just come do that on your own body? Oh, like, Keith's done such a great job this season. Anywho, I'm interviewing new people for the position. <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, wow, like, this isn't cool. I loved, there's a few things that I loved. I, I, I loved the point about we're going to be accountable. And we're going to be more open in communicating with the fans. Uh, oh, okay. So what's the move? Well, we have a plan. What's the plan? We're not telling you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, Keith, you have a plan? Quote, if I'm the GM, I'll sit back and evaluate. I have a plan, but I can't tell you any plan. I can't tell you my plan right now. Oh, okay, that's great. So we are already showing there's no accountability. Well, hey, how's the captain's leg, boys? How's the $100 million man's leg doing? There's no possible impact on the schedule because the season's over. Oh, yeah, no, we can't tell you about that either. Good show. Yeah. Fuck me. Any apologies you boys want to make while you're out here? I don't know if you guys saw the... uh, Was it uh, Aquilini put the letter out to Canucks fans? Yep. Any anything like that? Maybe you want to just rip off the Canucks and replace the word Oilers and read that? No, we don't really feel like we have anything to apologize for because we have a plan. These motherfuckers don't have a plan. Give me a break. I very vividly remember Bob last summer telling us that he believed in Pete's plan. Which has never been shared. No. And it's so easy to share a plan. When you're sharing a plan, you're not like, hey, guess what? Psst, we're trading for Brandon Manning. Like, that's your plan. And you can simply talk about what it is you think you need to do. That isn't like disclosing anything. The fact that you can't even make mention of Connor's leg and the season's fucking over. Like, oh, man. Yeah. Woo! Accountability. Accountability. It, it was tough to listen to. It was more of the same. There was a lot of tap dancing. There was a lot of, a lot of words that said a lot of nothing. 
uh, at artful underscore puck on Twitter. To set up the Oilers press event, we have a plan. We can't share that plan. It's a very good plan, and the fans should know about our plan. But, you know, we won't share that plan. Like, who, you know who else should be fired along with the Pro Scout? Is anybody who works for the OEG collecting a salary whose job it is to make sure that they look prepared in front of the media? You're fired, fuckface. Because all they do is roll these guys out to wing it. There's no prep. We have conversations of 10 to 20 times a day. All right, you want to throw a couple of those calls about what are we going to talk about at our press conference at the end of the year? Well, to to, to be fair, you're, you're right. Uh, I think they did say they would share the plan once they have the new GM. Is that accurate? Yes. Okay. I but bet you they don't. I, I bet, bet you they, they don't, don't either. <laughs> I bet you they don't say shit. Yeah, I bet they could come out and say, well, I don't remember saying that. Yeah. Here's a question. You said that. That was asked to Nicholson. You know how passionate of a hockey market this is. How much urgency is it there on your part to get it right after the lack of success? The fans are still coming, but at some point you have to turn this around. We have to give the fans a plan, said Nicholson, and we have to make sure the fans understand the plan. It starts right away. All right, let me interject with a question. What's the plan? Oh, we're not telling you the plan. Like, what in the fuck? Uh, Say plan again. Plan. (laughs) What Uh, went wrong with the pro evaluations and trades? And how did the team come to conclusions on some of its trades? Well, I'll just put up straw man Keith Gretzky to answer this. And he says, well, you look at it on the pro side, it has a little bit to do with how we were trying to fix on the go with injuries, especially on defense. We were really shorthanded. We overpaid. The players didn't pan out. And of course, it looks bad. Again, that's where we have to use all of our tools and analytics, all of our scouts, and depend on each other to make smart decisions. Okay, we actually have a crack in the wall here, and we're hearing some sort of intelligence out of Keith Gretzky. Early bonus points on the test. Mm -hmm. However, basically what he says is, everybody here is an idiot, and we all made mistakes. All right, great. Are any of you fired? No. No. Okay, why? Well, there's a plan. Like, it's just circular logic Uh, at its finest. Oh, yeah. My favorite was when they came back around to culture. And they gave it back to Bob, and he could have prepped for this, and he could have called somebody at the Harvard School of Business and had them write his reply. He knows this shit is coming because he was on Gregor's show last week and got an F. Here we go. What three traits would management use to describe the culture they want to see? What would it be for the Oilers? Nicholson. Very good question. I think from a manager's point of view, for the team itself, or for them as a GM. Okay, early points, because he's trying to clarify the question about culture. Yeah. The person comes back and says, both. If I was looking at a GM, we really want to make sure we have full communication with the whole hockey operations. We want to make sure we have talent identification in all areas of that. The other areas we have to look at are analytics and sports science to bring the organization into the organization as we move forward. Great. That was not the fucking question. The question is, what do you stand for as the people running the Oilers? And the answer is, huh, as running the Oilers or as running the OEG? I don't know, both. Right. Tuesday. No, Tuesday <laughs> is the fucking answer, Bob. You didn't even Tuesday might it. be the answer because that's when the draw lottery is, and we're very good at that. Oh, man. We need some new blood in this organization. I think my favorite was when he would contradict himself in the same sentence. I'm going to be patient in getting it right with putting the general manager in place. I'm not going to delay the process. I want to get it done quickly. <laughs> huh. <laughs> Huh. Didn't he also say something about like the new GM has the right to sign everybody and it's all on him, but Bob has a whole bunch of people he'd like to sign? Yes. Right. Yeah, more or less. So I heard Cates came to town and I heard he had a meeting with Lowe and with Nicholson. 
And you got to wonder how that conversation goes. Because you know, someone showed that, didn't Shirley commit to like $458 million worth of salaries or something in his time here? Like some insanely high number. Well, I mean, if you if you think about it, Connor takes out a quarter of that. Sure. Yeah. Then Lucic takes on 42. So I'm that's probably even light. And then Leon. Golly. It's probably light. So you know old Daryl isn't rolling into town being like, hey, everybody. How'd the season go? Like, he he knows. Oh, yeah. Do you think he gives him supreme shit? Because he said, oh, uh, Daryl didn't even ask who any of the candidates are. Like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, which is is scary. Uh, Well, in in my world, I really hope he came in fucking guns a-blazing and was firing bullets at these guys. Um, But when you hear a comment like that, you're like, uh, maybe, like, I, I, I don't get, maybe, I don't get the sense that they did like Bob they're still here like that's the other thing like we have had 12 out of 13 years of and and how many years has Kate's owned it in that 12 or 13 since 2008 yeah Yeah, so like he's had yeah yeah. so like 10th year and 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 uh the fact like at some point these results have to be bad enough to 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 be worth a major change well his perspective yeah I've heard that in like real life non- on ice Oilers business, Cates is like extraordinarily intense. Yeah. We, so we need that. You know, he's, I don't think at least he's just like, well, how to do fellers? How's, uh, how's everything going? What with the power play and all? Like you have to think he's coming in. Is Bob Nicholson one of these guys that you can just tell the fuck off and he just grins throughout the whole thing and then goes out and eats a sandwich? He kind of strikes me as that kind of guy. He, 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 he made a comment alluding to the fact like, Oh, I'm being criticized for not having much NHL experience. Yeah. yeah. But I'm actually, I've got lots of experience. I've had I'm more actually, to do with hockey hiring like, than anybody. It's kind of like sure. I've won five Stanley Cups type yeah. type thing. And I'm it like. It's a very Trumpian answer to be honest. If, yeah. And I'm like, well, dude, like you were in charge of a brand that had hockey ops attached to it that got to pick anyone and everything. Yeah. So like in terms of talent to bring on, whether it be. Steve Eisenman to be your GM for like the Olympics. Like these are like fucking that could have been done by committee. Like Canada could have gone to a vote. Yeah. We could have hold, held a referendum of what our Olympic. I ice thought hockey of Brent Burns playing for the team. Me. Because like, 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 I'm smart. And I bet you we would have voted the almost the exact same team. So like it was it he <laughs> Tell you one thing I do like that Nicholson did, not including Taylor Hall in the last Olympics. Burn! <laughs> <laughs> this was another one that I thought was interesting. It came out from Wood Guy on Twitter. Um, he's a big analytics guy. And since Bob brought up the need for analytics and sports science, Wood Guy got a little bit of info from someone he says is in the know, knowing Darcy a little bit like I do. I tend to believe him. So what he got was when Pete came on board, Tyler Dello was doing his unique form of video stats analysis while Draper was managing a small team of stats people working on more traditional fancy stats. Dark Horse was helping both to some extent. Dark Horse? Which is an analytics firm. Ah, I thought it was a guy named Dark Horse. I'm like, that guy's aptly named. That guy would be sweet. Sick. Phil Dark Horse? Fuck yeah. (laughs) One year in, Pete chose not to renew Dello or Dark Horse's contracts. Last summer, Draper left, leaving behind basically a couple of interns as the only source of analytics for a multi-million dollar professional sports organization. Calling them a joke doesn't even touch on the level of incompetence and hilarity Pete and co. brought in. They only wanted to use historical results. Huh. Huh? Yeah. Why use science when you could just put a leech on your open wound? You know what? This is what happens when we get a guy who has an undergrad degree from Harvard. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Very true. If Very you're going true. undergrad degree to University of Ottawa for law school, you're like, well, I came out guns a blazing, but then everything went they to shit. They just give out undergrad degrees at Harvard. Uh, how are the Maple Leafs putting 50 million into analytics yeah. and science? 50 million. That to me is insane, unless you're going to come up with some sort of commercial product. But that, leaving that aside. And the others are like, you know, we got... NHL numbers, but like the old version before yeah. you guys fucked it up. Uh, thanks, gang. Like, where did Tyler Dello just get hired? New Jersey. New Jersey. New Jersey. Yeah, he's heading up their analytics department. Like, we're not. This reminds me of Blockbuster <laughs> when uh, Netflix came, was like, hey, $1 million gets you Netflix, or whatever the hell the offer was. They're like, no, no, we're good. Like, <laughs> what more on ice? garbage do you need to see to think gee whiz is there any way that other teams are approaching like bob you seem to be really interested in like canvassing the other 30 nhl franchises for help did anybody bring up analytics in any of your calls you might want to put uh put some mathletes up there bob oh i think we should like make him watch Moneyball in like a tied to a chair with like toothpicks in his eyes right and then be like this is what's going on in the rest of the fucking sports my friend Oh, boy. This reminds me of Mac T's press conference before the Connor lottery. Remember the one where he's talked about how they can make like six or seven passes in a single play? Oh, yeah. That yeah, is yeah. impressive. And he was also talking about how like next year wasn't looking good already. But, <laughs> you know, you never know. Like, I remember watching that presser being like, whoa, <laughs> we are fucked. Yeah. We need something to happen at the draft lotto. And then it did. Yeah. Right? I- I'm just... <sighs> You have to just hope at this point that that's like the last press conference before Saddam Hussein got chased out into the hills. Uh, you really, you really do. You really do. But the fear is, is that you're going to do a lateral move and make Keith GM. And he might be the right guy. But right now, given the state of this situation, it cannot be. Well, the question I would have is, who else's radar is Keith on? Which other team is looking at Keith as a possible solution? Who knows? Maybe all of them, right? I mean, to your it point, could Jay, division, yeah. it could be the right guy. But again, if I'm Keith Gretzky and I know I have this job in my back pocket and I know that the Oilers are terrible at accountability mm-hmm. and I know that my last name makes me basically bulletproof, I would come out today and at least apologize mm. for what's gone on. And if he'd come out and been like, hey, guess what? I'm in charge, motherfuckers, and I got a few things to apologize for. I think he would have got a groundswell of support to BGM. Show some character. But when you come out, you're just like, ham, ha, who's in charge? We're all in charge. No one's in charge. The new guy's in charge. We're going to not do anything, but we're going to do a bunch of shit. When's the draft? I don't know. Like, fuck. Ah! Yeah, and then the idea to, like, he didn't say it so much, but he inferred that there's a possibility that the Oilers may not have a GM by the time the draft rolls around. Which is bananas. It'd be amazing if they just like put a spotlight on the Oilers draft table to make first pick. <laughs> There's just an empty chair and then like Kevin Lowe just runs in and shut. Like who goes up to, t- to talk on behalf of the team if there's no GM? The, the, Nicholson? The re- yeah. The reality is, is the timing to find a GM. It's horrific. For because sure. Because a lot of these playoff teams who's like AGMs or whatever we're trying to recruit that are on our interview list aren't allowed to talk to us until they're done in the playoffs. And maybe if you're making a case that the Oilers know what's up, which is questionable, uh, maybe that's why they didn't d- dismiss all the scouts. It's because they're like, we got to at least take yeah. the information that we have now, run it up. But you can say that. 
Yeah, exactly. Especially it, when it, you it, just for spend, the transparency. Exactly. Yeah, I was but, gonna say, especially when you spend two, three minutes talking about how we're gonna be open with the fans and include them as part of the process. You remember when that guy in Iraq whipped shoes at George Bush when he was giving a press conference? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, I would be watching that guy on YouTube if I was sitting in the uh, gallery of that. Imagine Terry Jones just took off his shoes, started whipping him at Bob. Like, You're the king, Terry Jones. How about when? Uh, I'm pretty sure it was actually Terry Jones who I just found out blocked me on Twitter. By the way, respect. Uh, how about when he spent a couple minutes just wanting to know where the boys were when they got the McLottery? Oh <laughs> wow! Jeez! Oh, what a waste of air that was. Well, actually, I was on the couch drinking a cup of water. And yeah. Keith Kresge was just like, well, I wasn't even with the team, so I didn't really care all that much, I guess. Yeah. That was like the most honest thing said the entire now, press Now, did Bob spill his water all over the floor? I don't think so. Why was he drinking it? Is there something wrong? <laughs> did he say he was drinking water in the couch? Yeah, he was drinking a cup of water yeah, in the couch. Yeah, and so he spilled it. <laughs> did he really? No. Stop bringing water into it, Bob. Good God. <laughs> the man just loves being hydrated. That's Big water's gotten to him, clearly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. If I'm looking at it, it's hard to imagine how they didn't just dig themselves a bigger hole. Speaking of digging a hole. Oh! Have you heard, Wanye, about our friends at Japa Machinery? Have I heard about our friends at... Yes, of course I've heard of our friends at Japa. Sales, rentals, service, parts. Japa's got it all. The whole thing. You need the 651. (laughs) Got a big job to do. 651's the only machine that can handle it. It's the only one in the biz. Head on out to Japa. Give them a call, 780-962-5272. Head on over to jappamachinery.com. Sales, rentals, service parts. Fine folks at Jappa, they have it all. Uh-huh. Check out their fine fleet of XCMG equipment that they, uh, that they sell. It's beautiful. Beautiful. They got more than one 651, I assume. Oh, oh multiple. Fleet. The 352. They- Gleaming in the sunlight, just getting ready to do all sorts of work. Freshly washed. Mm. Maybe you just want to crush something. Yeah. Last time I was out there, we crushed some shit. Like your playoff hopes. Yeah. Yes. Yes, My will to live. (laughs) (laughs) Head on over and get a big old loader at Japa Machinery. Check them out, japamachinery.com. Damn, that was smooth. Thanks, man. I've been working on these segues. It it is an art. (laughs) Yeah. It truly is. Trying to cultivate. But shout out for Japa for allowing this podcast to be a reality. For real. Without you, we are nothing. Nothing. We're just four guys sitting in mics that aren't plugged into anything. (laughs) Also, quality pens out of Japa. Ask Marin for one. Oh. Yeah, good shout out. Real great pens. Good job. Thank you. Let's put this presser down for a moment and move on to other things that are equally annoying. <laughs> First question. Jay, will you watch the playoffs? We have been, de- we've been, Wanye Manor has, this has been a hot topic of debate since 2007. Every year, Oilers are fucked and you're like, I'm watching the playoffs because I like hockey. I like skill. I yeah. like seeing it. Then I always come back and go, who gives a shit about skill? We're Oilers fans. When the Oilers are out, we're done. Yeah, so it's, it, is, it is a stroll. And I think maybe when I was younger, I could watch everything and anything and I could get the enjoyment out of it. But now, like with just like the time you need to invest... And if there's no emotion behind it, which, you know, if the Oilers aren't in it, there isn't any, it's tough. So what I did, because for the same situation of the whole Flamesgate uh, when I was in Vegas, <laughs> I placed uh, through our partners, Odd Shark. I, shout out. Uh, shout out to Odd Shark. Uh, thank you for guiding me along the way. I made four bets on four potential cup winners. Okay. okay. So I picked four horses, none of which are Calgary. I'll share them as well. Oh, uh, accountability? Accountability. Transparency you, and accountability. Will you tell us your plan? I have a plan. <laughs> 
Uh, and, uh, yeah, so I did it just so I could stay engaged throughout it because like we have other sites. Yeah. I have to pay attention. It's true. Uh, so I made some bets. So I bet I'll share. Uh, I bet on the caps to repeat. Nice. They had, I think 12 or 14 to one. So that was nice. Uh, I put some money on Boston. Ooh. Uh, the non Shirelli Boston Bruin. Sure. A much better Bruin. Sure. Uh, I did, uh, I put, I put, I put money on Vegas. Wow. It pains me just because I know Dan's going to hear this and he's going to love that. You went from, they don't deserve a team. Yeah. They're going to be garbage. The regular season's not real. Round one's not real. Round two's not real. Round three's not real. 12 to one. 12 to one. I'm playing the odds. I'm All playing. Because right. I, I refuse. To, I, I, don't, I, I personally don't think Tampa's going to win. I think they're going fl- to flame out somehow. But I did, and also I didn't want to bet them because they were like one to one. Were they uh, really? Yeah. And then I did just like if I am going to bet on a Canadian team, I put, I put five bucks. Not the, not the like 20 bucks I put yeah. or 10 bucks I put on this one or that one on the Jets. Okay. Well, they need to win because they need an airport. They, they need, need an airport. The mayor promised. They them need that they playoff the revenue. Cup. Yeah, and if they win the Stanley Cup, the mayor promised them an airport. So yeah. go Winnipeg. Shout out Condors for recognizing the lack of airport. Yeah. Did they say something about the lack of airport? Yeah. So the Condors uh, are playing. <laughs> the Condors we're are playing the Manitoba in. Moose, and they were just like, "I don't even know how we're going to get to Winnipeg. They don't have an airport." Uh, or something like uh, that. And all we were we were talking about it on the bus down to Calgary this weekend. We wonder if the Condor social team got a little, hey, you can't have fun on social like that. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? You have the moral authority of an AHL Twitter account. We need you to speak as though you're a reigning nominee of the Supreme Court. Bag milk, will you watch the playoffs? So, sorry, Jay, you didn't give an answer then. You're a betting man. Yeah, so I'm betting. So I'm going to follow the journey of the four teams that I bet on, but it's not going to be with like in like passionate intent, like... I'll check in. It's not like, oh, shit, Jets are playing tonight. I got to watch. It's just I'll check the app to see what the score is. Yeah. And, I'm, and if I'm at home and it's on and it's not Game of Thrones night. Yeah. Uh, what about New Amsterdam, the number one rated show in Canadian uh, uh, television rating? Would you watch it over New Amsterdam? I've never heard of New Amsterdam. Well, it's clearly you're not an elderly woman, oh. despite who you were speaking to on the TV today. New mm-hmm. Amsterdam's the number one rated show in Canada. I'm more of a Downton Abbey guy uh, for obvious reasons. Uh, good for you. Thank you. But uh, yeah, so that's that's what I, I had to bet my way into uh, watching the playoffs because yeah, it's it's if it I, I watch the Canadian national team or the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah, for me, it's going to be like last year, Wanya. We made a bet who would be the first to watch playoffs, which uh, I cracked. We, yep, but it was a scam because Jay was watching it, and then, of course, yeah, it was entrapment actually. Yeah, uh, I lost. I'm gonna I'm gonna say. I'm not going to go out of my way to watch it, but if I if I look at the at Twitter or something and there's a game in overtime, I might throw overtime on because it's always exciting. Oh, yeah, overtime no? exciting yeah. So am I going to watch? Yeah, I'll probably watch a little bit, but I'm not going to go out of my way to watch it. I've got, uh, what is the show I got to watch? Sunderland something? Oh, Sunderland Till I Die. You yeah, must. I got to watch that instead. Good. I've got some very important Daddy Longneck live broadcast to catch up on. Sure. And uh, now that the Oilers are out of the mix, I can focus on the draft lottery, which is tomorrow. Make it five. Make it five. And then I can focus on Daddy Longneck because sure. I don't know how long he's going to be atop his perch. His content is getting very well. Or worldwide. atop the earth. <laughs> well, that's fair as all. also. I you, think... You out? Well, so I like the Cavs because I got a horse in the race. A buddy of mine works for the team. 
And frankly, he let me drink out of the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Amen. He let me try on the Caps Cup ring. I also wore it. It's a unit. Unbelievable. Crazy. I don't know that an NHL franchise has ever treated me better in my life than the Washington Capitals. <laughs> yeah, that's, you know? that's why I put the bigger of yeah. all my bets on that team because I know everything that's associated if they win. Yeah, good, good, good times. Jay wins if, yeah. uh, if they win. But, you know, the first round is always very exciting, even if you don't have a horse in the race. Sure. I do not give one shit about any of the horses with the exception of the Caps with an asterisk beside it. Other than that, I'm not going to watch, man. I, my, Connor, my season ends when Connor season ends. Amen. If Connor ain't playing, one you ain't watching. Unless he were to get traded, then I got a real hard decision to make in a few years. (laughs) But for the time being, yeah. Our friends at Mercer, I was talking to Rick at the Pint, and he's, I'm like, what are you going to do? You're going to show all the other playoff games and be a big turncoat? He's like, no, we're showing Raptors games. I'm like, okay. Mercer's showing all the Flames games, and they said they're getting behind the Flames, which is your classic misdirection. Well done, Rick. What? Mercer, you're showing all the Flames games? Are you piping in Calgary tap water into the building too and encouraging everyone to kiss their sisters? I really need the Flames to get knocked out in round one because I don't think I could handle it seeing a bunch of Flames flags going around on cars in the city. It would drive me crazy. Round one's going to be tough. Uh, I also did a bracket just because I saw Low Tide did a bracket, so then I clicked on the link and made my own bracket. Uh, I, think, I think Vegas takes out the Flames. Okay. I, think, I think they're going to get uh, a second round. Oh, you think the Flames are going to get a second round? They're going to get past Colorado. I think. I, th- I think. I, I would love nothing more, like because I do love McKinnon as a talent. But uh, yeah, I don't. Know. I just don't think the Flames can rely on their goaltending. I think that's going to sink them. But they got a lot of them. they got a lot of better pieces in front of their goaltender than the Colorado Avalanche do. Well, you could have said that on Saturday night as well. Well, we were down in Calgary, and they lost. Well, it was oh, supposed yes. to be a tune-up game for the playoffs. Well, you lost, you jabronis. All right, oh, so man, that's yeah. this game. Let's Jeez, talk about the this The emotional game. roller coaster. I stood up and went, man, am I done with this season, and went into the kitchen, and within five seconds, Connor was in two pieces on the ice. You should have seen it in the building. We were there. We did the nation road trip yeah. down to Calgary. Bus full of people had a great time. Fun. A lot of really amazing people come on these things. God Without bless guys, the fact that they are going to, the gang is coming to the last game of the year in a spent season. Without citizens of the nation and Oilers fans in general, just like we can't do this stuff. And because of everyone that listens to this, the 16 people and the people that read the website, we're allowed to have these amazing trips. Yeah. And it was a great time. The vibe on the bus on the way down was spirited. The chants were going. Everybody was having a good time. The liquor was flowing because we had a fully licensed bus. Boom. Take that. Now, it was weird because in the first period, Leon scored his 50th and we were going bananas. Amazing. The Leon 50 shirt dropped. We're all launching from the crowd. Chris and I and Coom and Dan were all buried in our phones making sure that it's going everywhere. And it was great. We were all in high spirits. And then when Connor went down, the vibe in the building was crazy. It's not normally like you would hear Flames fans get really quiet and be like, oh, shit. Yeah. But when Connor went down and he wasn't moving, it like sucked the air out like a vacuum. I hate Calgary, but I will grant them a moment of respect for the level of deadness in the Saddledome after that happened. I honestly forgot. I thought when he got injured at the end of the second, in my head, the game was over. Like 15 minutes later when the third period started, I was like, who gives a shit? Who cares? Cancel the game. Well, and along those lines, 
everybody kind of felt like that. Like the energy never came back. No. It was just like, oh shit, what's going on with Connor? And you could look around people looking at their phones to see what was going on with him, if there was any updates. And then there was when all the weird updates were coming From out. Tukowski? Yeah, and the people were like, like, how bad Like he was reporting a Saw movie? He's like, there's blood everywhere. Connor's screaming. There's a wheelchair. There's a gurney. Oh. There's a hearse. I'm like, fuck you, Tukowski. Give yeah. us something we can work with. I, I was at a birthday party uh, and the game was on and there's probably a hundred people there and it changed like the vibe of the party. Yeah. Like my fucking heart dropped to the bottom of my stomach and yeah. I'm like, oh my God, like, of course, like game 82 of a horrific season and this happened. When Connor just finished saying this has been an insane season. Yeah. And then, and then, and then everyone isolates the clip of him on the ice where he said, where he says it's broken. it's broken. Yeah. And you're just like, fuck. Well, when we were in the building, cause we were all trying to like, get any updates, any information we could. We're, we're scouring Twitter. All I'm seeing is Joukowsky saying, he he could be losing his leg. And I'm like, oh, no. And then the the replay of it's broken, like his mouth coming up. I was like, oh, man, this is bad. This is bad. I want to go home now. Yeah. Oh. And it just didn't change. But then as we left Saddledome, thankfully. Yeah. <laughs> got my tetanus shot before we went. So Good, fine, smart. And then the Oilers tweeted that, his leg is not broken, that the x-rays came back negative. It's not broken chance started erupting. It started with our group and then they just started carrying around. In the bus, we had a it's not broken chant going on for, I don't know. A couple minutes? A couple, two, three minutes all the way back to the brew house. It was just elation that he just wasn't hurt as badly as we all thought. It was incredible. And then fast forward to yesterday, walks into the press conference didn't even really look to be limping all that much. He was wearing a brace. Okay. What kind of superhuman legs you got there, man? It's oh, like, yeah. You got an exoskeleton. Like, thank you, Mr. and Mrs. McDavid, for your Milk. amazing genes. Yeah, and setting up his bones right. Or and invest- whatever his continued ca- calcium uh, consumption program is. Shout out his nutritionist. Shout out drinking the pink. The oh, pink. yeah. Shout out the pink. There too. Or like whatever animantium, anima- you know, yeah. got inserted into him after the collarbone break. It was incredible. He was standing there. He's like, yeah, it's not, bad. not so bad. How about, like, first of all, when oh. he thought it was broken and yeah. he doesn't show any signs of pain? Oh, no signs. He's as tough as they come. This kid, like, this kid in the last, like, 48 hours has just blown me away. Yeah. Like, like, you, you, like, he thought it was broken. And obviously it was in, in that type of pain for him to think that. And he is just so cool under pressure. Like, even with the collarbone. Like, you knew it was bad because collarbone, he goes in, breaks his collarbone, and gets up, skates off the ice. Yep. The fact that he didn't get up, skate off the ice right away, I was like, ooh. For Connor, that's like that's a bad sign. But like, just took it like a pro. Yeah. Like the, the the amount of help he needed to get off the ice was intense. Well, and and but he he said though it's because he thought it was broken. Yeah, yeah, yeah He yeah. didn't want to put any weight. No, on no, no, no. I get yeah. it. Right. Like if he put so, weight on his leg and the bone shifted and shot out his shin, yeah. and I had to go and anyways. Yeah. Uh, to to be that injured and still not even be grimacing or anything like you're tough. You're Jason Smith tough. This 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 kid is a leader. Like he doesn't want to show weakness to the to the to the tribe and like and then to show up to the press co- like showing up to the press walking into the press conference or the media availability yesterday was just like such a powerful image. Right? Now you see that and now like obviously social media kind of caught with it and they had him walking on water, standing on water. Um because like that was it was insane and then for him to go on to say what he said to the media. Was yeah, that, it was. Was that opportunity knocking at the door, Bag Milk? I hope so. But how about his quote where 
I think it was Mark Spector asked him if he's going to change the way he plays. Oh, that's the He's going to take the recklessness out of his game. The and he's just like, no, the Oilers pay me $100 million to play my game. <laughs> And I'm not giving Daryl his money back or whatever he's saying. Yeah, if I stop playing like that, I have to give Daryl his money back. That is the ultimate flex and not weird. No. And the fact like and uh, the fact that he brought money, he brought up money. Like that was that was such a fucking gangster move. Like it was uh, but like it 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 didn't come off as like I make a hundred million dollars. Like he's just like this is a huge responsibility. They pay me this much money. I have to go and do these things. Yeah. I also want to thank Connor for saying what I think a lot of Oiler fans needed him to say. Uh, when he was asked, it, well, I think Gregor asked him, he's like, I know this is a ridiculous question, but you're not asking for a trade, are you? He's like, look, I signed an eight-year deal to be here. I want to be here. Yeah. Let's move past this. Yeah. I think a lot of people oh. in this city just kind of needed to hear it, and God bless him for saying like, it. Like, so stop fucking this up. Yeah. <laughs> this well, is sex. our leader. This is the bet. This is an alt, an generational talent, generational leader. Like, let's fucking go. Wouldn't it be amazing to be a fly on the wall to listen to the conversation between Bob Nicholson and Connor that they apparently had about kind of the direction of what's going? I hope Connor's just giving it to Bob. I yeah, because really like in his presser, Connor just like my message is my message is let's get this right. Yeah. And then when Bob said today, oh yeah, Connor and I have spoken. He doesn't want to be too involved, but of course he wants to be involved. Like, oh, Connor, drop the hammer now. Yeah, yeah. but I think that like a conversation like that, Connor's a pro. Above all else. But, yeah, he's a pro, but I hope he was honest. Like, right. in terms of, uh, not honest, I'm not saying he would lie, but, like, just, like, talked about all of the issues. Yeah, like, I think Connor's Open. the type of guy who would more be like, we need to make a commitment to defense. We need to do this. He won't be like, Bob, you fucked up. No. Peter Torelli swallowed his tongue a third of the way through his season, and that's yeah. the end of that. I don't think he's the kind of guy to, like, attack what's occurred. No, I agree. And I think Nicholson's the kind of fluffer frankly that would just be like of course we're gonna get defense defense is part of offense and offense is part of championships and connor probably like uh i also thought it was interesting though that connor specifically said that they needed more guys in the middle of the lineup that score the 10 12 15 goals he's like i don't want to throw anybody under the bus but we've got the high-end guys we need some surrounding pieces and he's 100 percent right oh yeah 100 percent. he could be a player gm in my opinion it should be Pedro McDavid, which is McDavid with a finger mustache that goes and does all the GMing that we need. You know what? They should name Cam McDavid GM. Ooh, if we're going to go nepotism let's go. Till, da- till death, let's get some new nepotism in here. Cam McDavid for GM? Come on. You saw him in those ads. It's great. Amazing. 100%. Or that penguin. They could bring the penguin in. Oh, the penguin would be great. Look ah. great in a little Oilers jersey. Come on. Adorable. Him and Hunter can hang out. Amazing. The concourse. Fantastic. Kids would love it. Who's more fucked? <laughs> Nicholson? Or... Hold on. Let me rephrase this. Who, who is, at this point, who has the most pressure on them in the Oilers organization? Is it Nicholson? Yes. I can't see how it's not him. Okay. It, he has to get this right. Because who, who, would, who would be the other option? Gretzky, I guess. Well, he doesn't even know if he has a job. But this is what I mean. He probably knows he has a job. Who's more fucked, meaning like, is Gretzky like your straw man who's just going out the door? The first person with a pulse shows up to take his job? Well, that's why I thought it was so funny about Gretzky being in that press conference today. How many times did he have to say, well, if I'm the GM, I'll do this? Like, why why is he sitting there, man? It was just, it it was was just a giant miss. Like, they they just can't seem to do anything right right now as an organization. Yeah. Like... They're they're just big, big 
fucking myths all over the place that they're 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 doing. Like it's and a lot like there's there's just so many gaps in logic. Like we're gonna take our time, but we gotta get this done. Well, we're gonna move slow, but we're gonna move fast. Yeah. Remember that thing? Remember on Simpsons? It's like twirling, gotta go up to go down, and left to go right, and twirling, twirling, twirling. And then like it wasn't, you know, it, it we we signed him by committee. We made these moves by committee. Oh no! Now like the last two have been like firm. Nope, this was all Pete's. I would not. I don't necessarily subscribe to the conspiracy theory that Shirley wasn't fully in charge, and there isn't like a secret government of old people still running this team. Until you hear them talk about how they run the team, like they can't even consistently agree to whether or not it's decision by committee or not. You know what yeah. I mean? It just sounds so bumbling. It's so frustrating. Either way, I can tell you guys that it's not a good look. Unlike what you would get from our friends. And Indochino. Damn. Wanya, you know how this works. We've been doing this for weeks now. Yeah. You need to get measured up. You need uh-huh. to go to one of their showrooms or you need to go online. Submit your measurements. From there, choose a style of suit you'd like. You customize that baby. You want the penguin tails? You put the penguin tails. Mm-hmm. You want that silky blue inside? You throw that in there. Say I wanted a suit that was all real dollar bills. Hundred dollar bills, in fact. Indochino. And I wanted the inside of the suit to be made of platinum. Indochino would love to help you. As long as they have your measurements, man. As long as they have your measurements on file, you just fire them an email, Wanya, and you say, listen, this is what I need because this is how I roll. Anything. Anything. Anything at Indochino. You choose your style. You customize your suit. However, looking however you want. You want a double-breasted suit, Jay? You get yourself a double-breasted suit. Triple-breasted. Take it old school. Exactly. You want the three-piece suit? You go with that three-piece suit. Get a four-piece suit. You look great with a vest, my friend. Choose your style. Customize your suit. Get measured online, and then within two to three weeks, you'll have a fresh suit to put on, wrinkle-free, right out of the box. Go check them out at Indochino.com or stop in at any of their showrooms, and I tell you, there are plenty. Mm. Go on, beautify yourself, upgrade that wardrobe, just like the Oilers are going to upgrade this season. That was a very good ad. I'm like legitimately uh, well, thinking I, to myself, I, like, I should get a suit. Yeah, well, and, 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 and this is something, like, I need to put a firm deadline next week. I have to go to Indochino. Jared, I'm talking to you. We have to make this happen. We have to record the sizing and all that stuff because I don't have a suit and I was invited to an event for this Friday that would require me to wear a suit. Like in three days, four days? Yes, I was invited last week and I'm like, I... short timeline. Yeah, I don't know if Indochino makes them like... Can you let me finish? I said I was invited to an event this Friday. I don't have a suit. So I had to say no. So I'm not... I don't have the agility to just like, you know, get the last minute call up to go to a suit event or a wedding. I'm not ready. Was it the so, porn awards? It was the it was the Avian awards. Yeah. This nice. was I've been I've been waiting years <laughs> for your nomination. So I, got the call. Yeah. I wasn't suit ready. You can so, just go tops on that. And in the solo <laughs> male category. So <laughs> so Jared, I need your help. Yeah. You we have Chris, to go do this next week. I desperately need a suit and Indochino is the only place I want to go because I I feel like there's some trust and some quality. Absolutely. Coming my way. Good people over there. Great folks. Good ad. Man, when you got a quality product like they have at Indochino, it just flows, buddy. Wow. Casual. We should do an Indochino podcast with Oilers Nation ads in it. Oh. Oh. And flip Flip it. Flip the script. Flip the script. All suits all the time. Yeah, man. Look great. It's the summer. What else are you going to do? What would the Oilers Nation ads sound like? 
<laughs> Are you tired? <laughs> Are you sad? Do you like pain? Yeah. The, the voice for the voiceless. We should do a poll in Others Nation. Is there a plan? Oh, 100%. That's going to go up ASAP. Is there a plan? Yes. And your only options are no? No and no. <laughs> we no should, and definitely not. <laughs> or we should try and do some sort of uh, acronym with plan that makes fun of the plan. Oh. Like planning. Peter plan. left P- us. Peter P- left. Uh, uh, nuisance. <laughs> Please lose a Nicholson. <laughs> hey, that's a good one. Thank you. Oh, oh, there it is. Oh, <laughs> please lose a Nicholson. Ding, 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 ding. Plan, 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 plan. There is the uh, good one, Bagno. Process, You've been everyone. making up acronyms for years. Oh, I've been thinking about this. Please lose a Nicholson. It's all there. part of the plan. God, that's good. It's Genius. all part of the plan. Big moves. We've got a lot of big moves coming. Do you feel any better at all after what happened today? Fuck no. No, no absolutely not. There was nothing, there was, like, I am normally one to try to find a a straw positivity to grasp on and be like, no, we're fucking okay and everything's good. There was zero. I left that, like, I was, like, you were were live tweeting it so you couldn't hear what I was saying, but I was just like, no, soft, lame, no, lie, this, like, nothing came at me as like, we've got anything going. And he got, and why don't you touch on it, he got set up with opportunities to go there. Exactly. It's, yeah. He didn't go there. It's, no. It's, and I, I don't want to be mean to people. It's just that Bob Nicholson has the unfortunate honor right now of holding the most important job in the world. And like, you need to take this shit seriously, Bob. If you're going out after you fucking muffed your last interview with Gregor to the point that it's still being laughed about. And you know you're going to go out and face the media at the end of the season with your interim GM at your side, bringing your side chick on a bumble date to meet your new wife. <laughs> and you haven't even taken the time to be like, okay, what did I fuck up? If you fucked up culture. Okay, can somebody tell me what the culture point should be? I'm an idiot. I got in my summer car yesterday and went, oh shit, it doesn't work anymore because I'd forgotten to take the key out and put it in the car. And yet I could spit shit about culture off the top of my head written on the back of an envelope because I care and I pay attention. Well, and you put some time to actually think about it. To be fair, a lot of keys are key, cars are keyless these days. I mean, let's be <laughs> honest. But how can you not do the same? How can you, especially if you just met with Kate's? Oh, certainly if you met with Kate's. Like, yeah. you're just, you're not taking it seriously. Yeah, you got to come off strong. And that was soft. Is this maybe the problem that we're seeing is that Kate's is like ultra domineering. So he's just got a bunch of mush heads working for him. Like, I don't know how you can come away from your meeting with your owner after having botched this thing and not be ready for the press conference. Yeah, I don't know. And especially after you just spent $448 million of his money or whatever it is. Like, does Bob walk away from that being like, oh, yeah, nailed it. <laughs> I would love to know. There's some theories going around on Twitter, and I kind of I don't mind them. Fan fiction? Fan fiction. Yes. yes. The best. There's a theory right now going around on Twitter that Keith Gretzky was brought out for today's press conference as kind of like a lob up to the fans to see how oh, they yeah. react. A little showcasing. Was, oh, a trial balloon. Yeah. Yeah, a little trial balloon. I was watching a documentary about Trump and it talked about, I think they're called trial balloons. And it's like a thing with despots where if you're going to do something crazy, like rescind all the laws or privatize everything. You just start talking about it in a joking manner to see how people take it. And you just keep introducing it sort of in a humorous fashion. 
And like Trump saying, oh, I'm going to be the president for life. Ha ha. Oh, no, I won't. Unless you want me to. Huh? What? Like that's your classic despot shit. Yeah. Well, like I, I kind of got that vibe like of, of like this is why they're just getting him in front of us. But like if anyone watched it on like God, like Oilers, stop being so tone deaf. If anyone watched the the the, the live feed on Facebook and the comments coming in like. No one was buying anything, and they were just dumping and dumping and dumping on the team. And then they go and have a press conference and give them nothing. Nothing. We're going to be accountable. Okay, be accountable. <laughs> Not today. Bag milk, you know what we should do all summer? Go ahead. We should do Fan Fiction Friday. Mm. Yes. And give people the opportunity. Because there's been, that's like the second or third time in the last little while I've seen some amazing fan fiction stuff. Yeah, in, why not? On Twitter. We always need content. Give yeah. people the right. Be like, all right, write in. Yeah. An alternate dystopian universe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we could come up with something a little Where bit. Where Tambo's of... still the GM. Oh, no. Or, or yes. Oh, yeah. And or the maybe. lineup is... Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Let's let's pencil that one in for yeah. August when things get real slow. We're getting... No, oh, I'd even do it sooner. I mean, you've got a long off season. Yeah, that's true. There's a lot of people out there who probably like to try their hand at writing some nation content. It's such a bummer, too, just thinking about that now that we're talking about it. Six more Connorless months. I know it's so long. You got to think he won't go to Worlds. Even no, though so it's already confirmed. He's, already he's not going good. Yeah, no, no. He needs to. Like, there is obviously an injury there. So, like, yeah. just don't rush. Like, he needs to. Connor needs to have a good summer. So, just like, like, the fact that he's injured can maybe allow him just kind of maybe detach from hockey. This is what bit. I said. Not to name check my own tweets, but I'm about to name check my own tweets. I was like, maybe this is the best thing that could happen to Connor. He doesn't have to go get Gary Roberts to yell at him for a while. Yeah. He's arrived in the NHL fully, which has been his goal since he was little. Yep. This is probably the first time he can relax since he was like four years old. Yeah. Yeah. I hope he does, though. I hope he does. You know does what he too. does? He's, I, he's the kind of guy that strikes me that he's going to be sitting there with his leg elevated while just fucking pumping dumbbells. While oh, he's, he's probably going to he's probably going to work on the edge of a skate so it's sharp enough so he can handle that kind of like pressure uh, on them so he doesn't fall again or something like the guy, the, the, the kid's scientific. He's going to roll into CCM barking orders about what he wants his blades to be. Exactly. Yeah. yeah he's going to discover some new steel that can be extra sharper. And that way he can handle the weight of a 200 or 50, up to 250 pound man sliding up against it and not give out, give way. Did you guys think the play was dirty? No. Nah. I didn't think so either. Nah. No, no, I thought it was super. In, and obviously whether fans are biased about it, but I was a little bit surprised how many people were attacking Geo for a dirty play. No. I think Drysaddle kind of nailed it when he's like, "Listen, it's game eighty-two. If Connor b- passes you, just you just let him go." It's eighty-two. Is that what he said, "Yeah, basically." He's like, "I think you're not going to catch him." Game eighty-two, man. Did you yeah, see the well, Flames it's... trying to block Drysaddle's empty net shots at the end? Yeah, and he they did. He would have got. There was one where he kind of backhand lobbed it. That was going in. Yeah, going in. He would have shared it with uh, with Ovi at fifty-one goals. That would have been. And incredible. the Flames came flying. You see it? Game eighty-two, man. Why do that? Yeah, but yeah, it's fucking like, yeah, it, like game eighty two. Connor, why are you driving the net? Well, he's making a hundred million dollars. Gio Dino, why are you trying to defend Connor McDavid? He's a Norris candidate. Like, yeah, like like That's these fair. guys are trained machines yeah. to do things. So like, I don't and 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 and, and uh, like he was going for the puck. And didn't Connor like lift his stick? Like it was all a bunch of yeah. shit going. Oh, and it happened bang bang bang. But like, it's Connor was doing it was at forty two kilometers an hour. Like it was at such a high yeah. speed. And That's nothing. I did like 65 in my car on the way over to work today. Hell yeah. Psh, nice. I was I drinking ahead. a coffee too. Mm. Multitasking. I want to go ahead and give a shout out to our friend from Flames Nation, Ryan Pike. For He texts me Saturday night and he's like, 
do you want me to head into the Oilers dressing room and get some quotes? So he went in and knocked out an article for us. He had Nuge's quotes. He had Drysaddle's quotes. He had Giordano's in there for us. And he posted that late on Saturday night. You know what's so funny? It's the Flames floor is Na- yours. <laughs> Flames Nation has more access to the Oilers than us. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> Accountability to the fans, Robert. That's right. It was, it was actually fun. Like, Jay, you sent it to me on the bus ride home. Uh, Nuge was talking in the, in the clip they posted on Twitter. And there's Ryan in the back of him. Just oh. holding his mic up. Yeah. God bless him. <laughs> Shout out to Ryan Pike. Shout out to the Nuge. Oh. Like, first of all, I don't know when he became the a fucking doctor. I'm a man. Well, that's what we were joking about that, too, Dr. on the bus. Dr. Like, medicine I was, man. I was talking to Dusty Nielsen about it. We were just like, what hasn't Nuge done? You want a medical opinion on what's yeah. going on with oh, Connor's life? Roll Nuge but up there. I don't think I've ever heard the Nuge say that many words in a row. Well, it wasn't Nuge's getting obviously. spicy. I he's think, starting I, to become I, a man. I think it's because it's he's got confidence now. Like yeah. he's like he's, Yeah, he's become a man. He's now comfortable. Yeah. And he's willing to say the things. And they're the right things. I thought the Nuge sounded amazing. Oh. He was articulate. Yeah. He was talking with leadership and poise. I counted eight mustache hairs. Yeah. That's up. That's up from like three. Up 400%. <laughs> And he finished with 69 points on the nice. season. Nice. nice. Very nice. Nice. Purposely. Of course. Could have had, he could have had 70. Career like, no, year. Here. Is he going to the Worlds? You would have to think, if I'm guessing, I would guess. Uh, he's getting married this year. So maybe he won't. Yeah, maybe go. Yeah, maybe it's a quick yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, one last yeah, kick of the old chatty. So I bet Nuge goes, because why wouldn't they want him? Uh, I bet Drysaddle plays for Germany because well, he's all things because he has hockey. to. Well, I mean, if you can think of anybody higher on the depth chart than Drysaddle in the German hockey program. Well, remember the playoffs? Like we, we lose in Game Seven, and like four minutes later, he's yeah on yeah. taking a face off in the world. That's right. I bet um, Koskinen will play for Finland, and I'm glad about that. He needs more games. Yeah. Uh, I would also guess over I, I Reggie Sakara plays. Oh yeah, yeah, he should. You know, get him some more games. Yeah. What about D Nurse. I could see him getting an invite. I could see him going. Yeah, yeah. 40-point yeah. season for Nurse. I think that'd Nurse. be great. Yeah. Colby Cave. Of oh, course. Shoe in. Franchise. Toby Reader? Probably. Well, well actually, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Probably. I mean, that was the next thing, too. Like, after Leon got 50, all of us in the nation crew that were down in Calgary, man, we wanted Reader to get one. Yeah. He didn't even really have a sniff. No, he shot a couple right into the logo, and that was about as close as he got. But what are you going to do? And he played 16 minutes, too, so it's not like uh, Hitch was reeling his minutes back. No. Would uh, you keep Hitch? No. Would you keep him in a senior advisory capacity? No. Well, well they, they signed I, him to a three-year deal, so they have to keep him in something. Yeah, yeah. So get, let's get him I, I, an advisor role that doesn't have a connection. Because we, we've all heard that, you know, he's lost the room. Like, that he's lost the player's attention. So you don't want him anywhere near the players. If he wants to consult because he is, he's got a great hockey mind. Sure. Like, from remote, like what he was doing in Dallas. Like if he goes and just kind of what was he doing in Dallas? He was he was like just watching game footage and like providing. Oh really? Yeah. So like consulting. Yeah. At that level. Um, Here's what I'd I think be happens. fine, but I bet they him. hire a guy like Chris Knobloch, who is Connor's coach in Erie. That's what I want. If that's what Connor wants, that's what I want. Well, and also it's not just that he's he's earned it by all accounts. He's a couple of years in Philly as an assistant coach. Apparently he's a great mind for the game. I could see Hitch being the guy that's kind of like mentor, a mentor to oh. a young coach like that. And who else, who could be better at it than the third winningest coach in NHL history. And, and I'm fine if that's what it is, but yeah, just kind of keep it a, a, a layer away. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they signed him to a three year deal. Yeah. So when we, when Hitch came on, we were told he was just going to be around till the end of yeah. the season. 
again, this is talking about transparency in this organization. What came out in the recent weeks is that he actually has a three-year deal and that the final two will be in some kind of advisory role. Unless the new GM wants him to come back and coach, which he said he's open to. I just can't see that happening. So on the one hand, the Oilers are so paranoid to tip their hand that they will lie about the term of a head coach, but then are so unparanoid that they will go and ask for help on what they should do to get a GM from all other 30 teams. (laughs) Yeah, it's good times. Great time. You say the team's not doing well. Well, I can't see why. It seems to be all sound at the top. When he was talking about <laughs> when he was talking about building the organization from the base up, did you hear that? Yep. Nonsense? Yeah. Like a pyramid analogy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How many years into the job is Bob? Uh, it's got to be four because he was just before Connor. Imagine I hired someone to build me a house and four years in, they were like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to start at the bottom, work our way up. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're four years into this. Shouldn't you be like halfway up the pyramid by now? At least. The pyramids were built faster. I don't like how much they talked about the condors being good. Oh, give me a fucking break. You want to talk about double speak? There it is. Like Like that's in their talking points. Yeah. Make sure you mention the condors. They're doing great. Yeah. Like, huh. great, like, that's awesome. But yeah, like, but I don't care. Yeah. I don't like the Condors. I yeah. like their older friends, the Oilers. Yeah. Yeah, and also he talked about how stocked the shelves are now that Keith's been around, and that's not necessarily true either. They've got a couple of pieces that could make the jump, but, look, like, let's be honest here. You know who looks like a beast, though, is Bouchard. Oh, not to be too Oiler fanny about it. He's having a great... Oh, yeah. Front Boy, right. what did he have? Like 17 points or something? Like He's up at 14 points in two six goals, games. Two goals, two is 12 assists? Yeah, I'm going to confirm that, but I think you're right, yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was the right move. And I think, you know, depending how he looks on camp, I think we even still give him one more year in the A. Well, if you Until take... he's overripe, which by definition means <laughs> inedible. Yeah. <laughs> if you take uh, Nicholson at his word, then that's the plan. Yeah. However, we haven't seen this plan yet. Unless he blows us away in training camp and he earns a spot, that's fine. Yeah, then that's fine. But penciling them in, as yeah. the Withers have done for 13 years now. Well, to be fair, we do that. Yeah, yeah, we love it. Yeah, but, but, yeah. But that's Bush our job. Sure, we're we're the delirious fans. Yes, not the pros. No, we're also waist deep in Kool Aid pools that we just oh, keep geez. drinking. Love away. the Kool Aid. Doesn't matter what flavor, I'll drink it. If oh, yeah. you had- cyanide, I'm in. <laughs> cyanide flavored Kool Aid. One day that that flavor is going to come. Yeah. So Bouchard, two goals, two assists, or two goals, twelve assists, fourteen points in six playoff games. And he had a one end to end dandy goal. Yeah, yeah. He's. He's got me excited, but I don't want to get too excited because yep. I've played this game before. Excited again, for down the road. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Excited for, you know, what were you saying, Jay, that the, the, the new GM won't take effect till 2021? The, the effects of the new GM, yeah. Huh. Uh, See, and I don't believe that. I think Reed's wrong. And Reed, I'm going to text him and I'm going to tell him he's yeah. wrong. Well, Reed, Reed thinks uh, Yol, Yol Pearson, Yol. will uh, make the others next year. Yeah, last week he did say he's not going back to the Vaxo Lakers. I don't know who this is. He is a free agent that kind of shot up like a rocket in the Swedish Elite League. He oh. went from being a part-time, uh, a part-time teacher and playing pro at the same time to shooting up the ranks in the Swedish Elite League, and the other signed him as a free agent last summer. Oh, shit. Yeah. How old is he? Uh, 24, 25. D-man yeah. forward? D-man. D-man. Little, a little guy, but he's, had, he's got some offensive upside. He's had two really good years in the SHL. He played on the same team as Rasmus Dahlin. Here's why I'm a terrible fan, because I always say to myself, they got to stop going off board with all this weird shit, like signing Koskinen into long-term deals yeah. until I hear about the new weird shit yeah. off board, well, and then I'm in. Because of budgetary 
situations, we've got to go out and find some of those guys to plug some of the holes. Yeah. But not signing them for f- three years at four and a half million dollars. Yeah. Uh, like so, like I don't mind a, a signing like like Pearson. Uh, and if there's a few other guys that you can, they can at least give a try. Like you know that that could maybe potentially fill a gap and turn into something great. Those are worthy gambles because they're affordable. Well, it's just you, we mentioned Giordano earlier. He was signed as a free agent out of the KHL, and now he's going to be a Norris candidate for the Flames. Now, I don't follow the Calgary Flames because I don't care. But wasn't Gio drafted, got good, went away, came back, and was good again? Yeah, there was, so he was he was always Flames property, right? Was he? Yeah, and okay, they they he like he had a decent year, I think, in his in his uh, last year of his entry level, and no, they, he went undrafted. Oh, did he? No drafts, but. He, uh, uh, so what he did, Wanye is also correct. So we're everybody's right in this scenario. Well, I said I said ELC, so I'm wrong. So he went OHL to the AHL, and then he signed as a free agent with the Flames. Played two seasons with the Flames. Bounced over to Russia. How are his first two seasons? Nothing. He, uh, in seven games in the first year, one assist. Forty-eight games second year, he had fifteen points. That's not bad. Not bad, but not what he's doing this year. Then he bounced over to Europe a couple years. Came back a couple years in the K, couple of years, and then came back wow. and absolutely just he turned into what he's at now, which is pretty incredible. So you're telling me this guy that plays for the L.A. Lakers currently, that was a shop <laughs> he teacher, plays with LeBron. What's his last name? Uh, Yol Pearson. Pearson. He's the new Geo. He could be. Which means that one day he'll trip Johnny Goudreau. I mean, mathematically, we got a hit on one of these eventually, right? Wow. Right. I don't know. There's no accountability if we're wrong. <laughs> Fan Fiction Friday. That's going to happen. That's going to come. And we're also going to bring back the return of Photoshop contest, I feel like. Sick. Oh, it's been a while. It's been great. It's what been did, a minute. I suck at picking out of swag. Pearson's, yeah, <laughs> he needs a new t-shirt. Pearson's 25. And in his last two years in the SHL, 50, which is, is a tough scoring league. I don't know why it is, but that's just Euro hockey. 34 points and 31 points in 50 games. So we'll see. We welcome you. Welcome, Yol. Yeah, and he's he's made the ascent from Division Two to SHL in two years. Great story Marvelous. on the guy. Who knows what's going to happen? But great story. Got to cheer for him. See, Jared can't play us off, <laughs> and so he can't. We decide when this show ends. And I know your clock says six, five, four. <laughs> There's nothing you can do. Two, one. You're done. You're done, son. You're done, son. <laughs> All right, Real Life Podcast. See you next week. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out for a chance to win the French Open title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV, live in HD. Don't miss a moment with daily live coverage and match replays on demand, beginning Monday, May 20th. Be there for all the unforgettable moments. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.